I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, checking in on a Saturday and a timed drawing. Grab your things. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 415. Melt. Melt. It is that hot. That's part of it. That's part of it. But melt. Melt down. Melting. Melt. It is a Saturday. A Saturday morning. The quiet is intense this morning. It is heavy, although I am sitting in the opposite direction and I already hear the window sounds. This will have more ambient noise than some. It's pretty amazing. You can hear the cars and trucks from down the street, way down the street on the main street below. It is a Saturday morning. The quiet is so profound on some days because inside we are so the opposite. I find that stillness and that quiet such a thing when everything inside me is racing and bouncing and leapfrogging back and forth and trying to sort things out or figure things out or wonder why or what next or what to do or why doesn't this work or why can't I break into that or why do I not get this or that? How do they make that work and why can't I make that work and on and on and on. And maybe in addition to the interior noise, the clamor of it all, you pull up a web search or two, a term pops in your head and you think, hmm, I wonder if that explains anything and you look at that. Or you go to Instagram again and you see this or that and it doesn't make it better, might make it worse. It's a self-perpetuating cycle. So it's quiet in that way, quiet in the very much not quiet way. And yet when I sit here and start talking, it is so quiet around me. And there's something really nice about that. Just listen to that quiet. So another whole week and I'm really glad it's the weekend I have a hard time reconciling myself with the limited amount of time I have when compared to others. It's very hard maybe to appreciate that unless you know it. A long week, a frustrating week, and we have had such an amazingly, beautifully 
cold summer. I have lived here for 22, twenty, almost 24 years. Could that possibly be true? No. Is it worse than that? I think that's right. 24. Worse. It's a funny way to say it. I think it might be going on 24. Try to keep some of those year dates in my head. 24. And it used to be that in the summer, it was always cold. It was one of the most wonderful things. It was always cold. People would come and visit. Well, no. People in general come to visit this city in the summer and are always surprised and they have to buy sweatshirts and hats and it's a wonderful souvenir industry of winter clothes. But summers were cold. I can remember in the first apartment we had, we'd had to park on this hill and I just remember the wind on that hill and the cold, the coldness. We would get out of the car after being somewhere and just this wonderful wintry wind in the middle of July. Doesn't take a scientist to understand that temperatures have changed. And in the actual living of it, it doesn't seem like just a degree or two. It has progressively gotten hotter and hotter. And so this year... (laughs) wonder of wonders, we've had a real span of cool days. And it's been very nice. So I would leave for my walk in the afternoon, five o'clock after work. I would pull up my weather always because it's always a point of conversation. And we had a number of days in the high 50s, very low 60s. It feels awesome. Until yesterday. And I knew we were supposed to have a heat wave. And I do realize I completely appreciate that 30 minutes one way or the other from where I'm at, it might be 20 or more degrees hotter each day. It's very different. We are very lucky with our cool weather. I knew it was supposed to be warmer yesterday. And I walked out and thought, wow, it's very warm. I needed to go to the pharmacy. It's the only reason I had left my seat in the middle of the day. And I got in my car and I started driving. And I looked at my dash and saw that it was 96. 96. I thought, wow, that cannot be. So at the stoplight, I pulled up the weather app, and at that point, it said it was 91. My car registered 98 by the time I got home. So definitely, definitely hot. And actually, maybe I appreciate the quiet right now because we have had to have every single fan on, and they are all incredibly noisy. So loud, you can't hear anyone talk. You can barely get the TV loud enough to hear it. And I had to turn them all off to record. So definitely hot. So melting. But yes, I was at the pharmacy. I go there often. It's one of the only places I have gone. And I was there on a return visit because the day before I indeed had 
maybe. In its public way, although that probably didn't look like much, but by the time I got home, I was ranting, so maybe I had a bit of a meltdown at the pharmacy. A bit of a meltdown over simple math, over principle. It's the principle of the thing. Are you that kind of person? Do you get really stuck on the principle? When money is an issue, the principle can be really huge. So yes, I held up a line. I did. And then they moved me to the next window and I didn't drop my ground or retreat. I continued with my basic math. My basic math. (laughs) And then I said, yeah, I just take it back. I'm not going to do that. And it was over such a simple thing. Meltdown. There are gladiolas in the kitchen and they are dead at this point. I noticed this morning when I made my coffee, they are dead, but they have been beautiful. They've been gorgeous and I have not drawn them. I have not even gotten a great photo. Haven't figured out a place to really get a great photo. I can't escape the contours of any of this. The color of them is intense. It's this beautiful, beautiful orange coral, but it's really deep. I'm finding that I have trouble sorting out colors. I've talked about this before. Not sorting them out, but naming them. I was putting together a spreadsheet last night of all the Draw With Me picks from the start of the Draw With Me in the Creativity Matters group at Facebook, and that was March 14th. And that even surprised me because our shelter-in-place orders started March 17th. And it did surprise me that I started the draw with me a few days in advance of that. It's hard now to go back in that timeline and sort out how things felt and what happened that week before and those trips to the grocery, all of that in those days before. So it has been since March 14th. I've done it in several sets to try and just make it more manageable. It is a much more time-consuming thing than people acknowledge. But there have been a lot, more than I thought. I kept saying, oh, I should make a list. I've been fairly good about Whatever I do, I upload to the group, to the thread, just so I can tell that I've done something in most of these daily threads. There have been more than 150 now. So I kept saying, oh, I should make a list. And on the flip side of that, when I would find photos and choose photos, and my phone is such a mess because there's not a great way to organize all of this on the phone. I've got hundreds now of little directories of one or two images It's just a mess. It's very hard to navigate. But sometimes I would think, I'm not sure if I have shared the same photo before as a pic. And that's especially true with the flowers. They do seem to blend and a lot of them are similar. But sometimes I would think, hmm, I wonder if I shared this portrait pic. They need a list. Well, I had no idea how incredibly complicated that list would be how time-consuming. I started it a 
couple of days ago at night, and I spent several hours, and I made it only about halfway through the first set, the first series. And that set was the start, and I was posting many more photos each day. That was true for the second series as well. With the third set, that was in sync with ICAD, and so I narrowed it down. I said, okay, it's going to be a portrait and a flower each day. going to keep it really reined in here because I wasn't sure how many people would use them or if I would use them because of ICAD. And by the end of it, that started growing too. Elizabeth Sketchbook Buttons has also helped curate these photos with her pics a couple of times a week. And last night I sat... I get to do these things on D&D nights, so TV is then not on, and I'm not watching House, which is my favorite, and we're almost finished, and I'm going to be super sad when it ends. So I sat last night and worked on the others, and this process took many, many, many hours. There were only a few duplicates. I was very surprised. A couple of flowers got repeated. And maybe one or two portrait pics. Not bad. Not bad. It's amazing how quickly that data adds up, though. 575 plus pics. That's a lot. In my head, I think, oh, we've been doing this a while. There's 100 or so. Much, much more than that. So that is very interesting. It was interesting to do. It was so tedious and time-consuming that part of me was like, I could have used the same time to draw. Why am I doing this? There is no value proposition in doing this. Meltdown. Gladiolas that are dying. Icebox that seemed to not make any ice yesterday when it's hot. It seems to be very persnickety. Hot water dispenser, which is broken because they came and fixed a leak in a different pipe. End result is that the hot water dispenser is broken. Don't know how that's going to get taken care of. There is a fever in my house. These things are unnerving, even when you don't think they are anything pandemic. These days, these things are unnerving. When I was at the doctor's office and I was sitting, they always have a really wonderful art display on this long wall that faces one side of the check-in area. And in this case, they were sculptural pieces. They were figures. They were like small sculpted statues very interesting just seeing them from afar, but you couldn't go look at them. There was somebody who had walked down that way and was trying to look at them while I sat there, and they told her she couldn't be over there. It's an empty corridor, really, but no one can be there unless you are actively checking in. So you really can't go look at this art, but it was there on the wall. None of those things have ended up in my illustrated journal this week been trying to sort this out. This week has left me a bit puzzled with my spaces on the page and also with the things that don't make it to the page. And also, of course, with that wish for more time. I feel like I need 
my own challenge of some kind to force me to just let go and push past something. And I don't know what it is. And at the same time, there are these unknown, unnamed forces and presences around me and in my head. I run into these presences in every stream I hit and it stops me. And why? I can't figure that out. Maybe you do that. Or maybe you don't. I wish I didn't. I wish this was not part of my personality. I wish I could just let go. It doesn't mean that I shouldn't share this or shouldn't promote this. Why are these podcast episodes not shared and shared widely and promoted? Why do I leave it like this little weed or flower growing out of a crack in the sidewalk somewhere? And if you stumble upon it, you might appreciate it. But I just leave it to be found that way. Why? does seem to be self-defeating. Well, that was me thumping my pen. I am going to do a draw along. I don't know why I call it that. I realize you're not drawing with me in the same time or space. I still want to do that. So I will stop and start because I do think I'm going to draw for a bit. Okay. Well, what to draw? I really like all of the pics today, but I'm still not sure what I want to draw, and it's partly because my space is giving me some trouble. It's Saturday, so it's technically the end of week three of Illustrate Your Week in the group, and this process continues to be what I most enjoy. That hasn't changed in this year, but I do more portraits now mixed in with the week. I'm also not doing 50 before 50. I'm not doing all those things that I was recording last year, although I still should be doing things. But today, sorry, I have to turn everything up so the noise behind me is much louder now. So today I've got a full body. She's almost twirling so her skirt is caught in motion and it's a beautiful blue dress that she has on and the skirt portion is flowing it's billowing out in front of her as she turns I really want to do that but I might not do that right now I might not do that live I have another portrait I have another kid photo which is the same person I did last week with the dragon cape and I definitely want to do this child I'm trying to figure out where I want to do her. That is sort of the tension sometimes between the illustrated journaling and other things is that you do lose the ability to just pull that drawing out and let it stand on its own if you wanted to use it. And yes, I have to think that way, and I do think that way. Yeah, I have hundreds of postcards. If you would like to buy postcards to help support the show, let me know postcards from several series. And then I have a flower. I'm not going to do that on the show. So I think I will start. Oh, I really want to do that little girl, but I wanted to finish up and fill this odd space I have left. So I think I'm going to do the portrait. 
I want to do all three of these. And today's also self-portrait day. But I don't have a lot of actual drawing on this page. I'm going to end up on another page. I actually already am on another page. Ten little dinosaurs. Zebras. Oh, you know, perfect. I can do the little girl. She's perfect. I have a quote already on this page from something that was said in-house. I love how I hear these sounds so differently when I have headphones on. This is paper just sliding across my page. I was sitting in the doctor's office, of course, stressed because these things stress me. Well, I was stressed when I was sitting and waiting, but once I was actually meeting with the doctor, I was still sitting. And at some point, I was so aware of the ticking of the clock and I couldn't see the clock. The ticking was so incessantly annoying and I had to turn around. I had to pivot. I find pivoting and turning and looking around you so much different when you're wearing a mask. You feel like your periphery is different. It's so constrained. Sometimes I feel like my body just no longer moves side to side and it's definitely all tied up with a mask. But I did turn and see that the clock was behind me on the wall. And I said, oh, there is a clock in this room. And I could see she sort of laughed at me, but it was a moment because it was just so ticking. Okay. I don't know why I said that. Ten Little Dinosaurs in this page is a quote about zebras. Not sure why the ticking came to mind. Oh, the sounds, the paper. I do feel scattered this morning, partly because I think I'm having a complete interior meltdown. I don't know how to make the most sense of this page. I did these dinosaurs. It's a finger puppet up in one section. And the quote down here is just at the bottom. I see you got some ink smudge there too. That is a problem. I need to put a page in between everything, I feel like. I could put her right here above this. I think they've got a narrow column here. I left a little block here, and I know in my head I was somehow going to record my meltdown, at least. I felt like I needed to somehow put something about this in my week. I'm looking. I really don't have any of this in here. Oh, I see I recorded that I sat in on a workshop with Mike Brody, and that was awesome, except I ended up, I was working, and it was in the middle of my day, it was at night for the organizers, but I was working and trying to keep it on and follow along in the background, and then I had a phone call, and so I missed a good part of it, and I was sad to miss it because it was fascinating to watch him go through some of his process and oh I've already started drawing and I didn't set a timer let me set the timer aha I just figured out how to get that notification to work for the timer okay so a 10 minute timer is started and I am drawing the little girl same girl from last week she well it's from the same account as last week the account is Ashley Larson. I do recall there are three little girls in that other photo, so I didn't check to see if this is the same girl. Might not be. Oh, I'm so bad with things like that. Might not be. It might be a sibling. 
I should have figured that out ahead of time, but I just, that is not, that's not what's going to bother me about this show. So, I mentioned that I was having this sense of difficulty figuring out what to call colors when I was talking about the bluish color, and that has come up with the ink because the more I have called up swatches and samples of magenta inks, the more confused I've become about what I actually wanted and what I now want and what those colors really are. And you throw fuchsia into that mix and well, what's the difference there? And when I was logging those photos last night, this is where I got sidetracked, isn't it? When I was logging those photos last night, I several times would look at the flower that had been posted and start to note, well, it was pink and white. I was at least wise enough not to try and name the flowers. Just didn't want to be that wrong that many times. So I might note, well, it was pink and white. These notes are just a little bit of visual identifiers for myself or anyone that might use my list. And a couple times I was like, well, I don't know. Is that red? Is it orange? I don't know. Is that blue? Is it purple? I don't know. Is that light pink or is it actually light lavender? Is it coral or is it peach? And it was interesting. And now I, in saying that, can remember in November when I track light, I have had similar sensations, but it's a very different palette. And so I always figured, well, it's just not, not my palette. But this was interesting with the flowers. Like, what color is that? What am I actually seeing? What would you call it? So this little girl, her colors are very clear to me. She is wearing a white tank top, although it looks like a tank top sweater, with orange very nice orange polka dots, very large polka dots, super fun. I don't know how I can not use color in this piece. I'm really loving the black and white. And so she's wearing orange and white in the shirt. She's wearing an orange, looks like corduroy skirt. And she's got yellow and black binoculars hanging down around her neck. They're actually hanging all the way down to her skirt area, past her waist. And she's wearing blue tights. And that, the bottom half of one of the legs is red. Now, I don't know. I guess maybe the tights are printed that way. So it's super cool. And then she's got very cute little black flats on. She's a very pulled together little girl. And she also owns that awesome, or she or someone in her family also owns that awesome dragon costume. Drawing that last week was really one of the highlights of my week. In terms of most satisfaction and enjoyment, I really greatly enjoyed doing it. Partly why I probably am picking to do this one today. 
don't think I'm going to get her shoes in, but I'm okay with that. Getting the skirt and the binoculars in, so that'll be nice. I have been posting in black and white on Instagram. I love looking at pages like this in black and white. I must be super strange, <laughs> but I also love looking at them in the color, even the minimal color I use. And so my thought is that I might do these black and white pics and then at the end of the week, show the page in color. That has a little bit of appeal to me to do it that way. So that's what I've been doing. I need to do, uh, I need to take a photo today for a self-portrait, of course. <sighs> but I need to, at some point, post that black and white photo for that challenge. I just set it aside and, and then it became this thing that I didn't do and I Felt bad that I didn't do it. I didn't acknowledge it even. The people who... Who tagged me. These binoculars. It's a challenging little shape to fit in here. The kind of thing that I might end up with too big if I'm not careful. Could do them on their own. on their own separately, bigger, and it would be a fun thing to draw. One of the wonderful things this week at Instagram was seeing Aaron share with me that in listening to, I think, episode 413, she had drawn a whole bunch of jars after listening to me talk about the olives. That was pretty awesome. Actually made my day because such a silly thing, a silly story, a silly part of my story. And it was someone who didn't say, oh, that is so silly. Someone who said, that inspired me to actually draw some bottles while I listened. Thank you. And I appreciated it. All right, the scale of my binoculars might not be perfect. Well, I mean, it's obviously not perfect, but my middle section here, the black section is not quite as, quite as wide. I might erase that in a little bit and I've got room on the skirt. So I'll make those a little bigger in a middle, little bit. Weirdly enough, I did her body first. I started with her shirt and I haven't done her head. So, as soon as I get this leg in, oh, she is leaning against a wall. I just was looking at my drawing thinking, oh, she looks like she's going to fall over. And I, I actually had thought that this morning when I looked at it, I thought, wow, it might be hard to convey this one. And I thought, well, just my box line might do it, but I'm going to put a little bit of this shadow in. Actually, I'm going to put, I am going to just leave my box, but I'm going to put put this little bit of wall in that she's clearly standing against. 
And I'm really glad that I decided to do this. Now, if I used just my box, she would have no head. So her head's going to be outside the box. The ten little dinosaurs here are because one of the prompts this week was related to something stuffed. And I had not done... I don't always follow the prompts. I don't really use the prompts always, but I'm trying to look at them. After all, I'm the one setting them up. But I thought about it and went to this bucket of things that need to be grabbing the eraser, need to be gotten rid of. But I keep saying, oh, I want to photograph or draw some of these things. It's been a long time since I set that bucket there. And when I dug around in it, there was one of these little finger puppets. And through the years, these little finger puppets have entertained me. I won't get rid of this finger puppet. Oh, there's our timer. Well, I don't feel like I got her face in, and now I can't tell if her face is going to be really out of proportion for her body. It looks like her face may be... where it should fall in this the width of her shoulders should fall way way farther in here this is the thing with these younger bodies I'm trying to sort and get better at how I see these all right another long show oh really long okay I am the art the art is me. Well, thank you for tuning in today, for listening to the Creativity Matters podcast. Thank you for drawing along if you did. Thank you to those of you who contacted me in some way in this week or in the last weeks, the last few weeks. Thank you for your patience with the problems with the website. Things are at least stable. I do need to make some changes, so we'll see. Thank you to those of you who did reach out. Thank you to those of you who left comments or showed your support in some way with coffee, Ko-Fi, Patreon, all of those things. I appreciate those of you at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. You do have access there to some perks and those will continue to grow like the rest of the world, it seems, I think more and more things may have to go there. And that may be the only way. So I do really appreciate those of you who are there. The music I play on the show is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. Show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy. You can find me in the Creativity Matters group at Facebook, where we have been doing the Illustrate Your Week. I probably should just put it at Instagram also, but that is one of those, all those other voices are stopping me. So you are welcome at least to consider the Facebook group. It's very small. It does require that you're active. If you used to be in the group and would like to be in the group again, you are always welcome to come back. I do go through periodically and reduce the size of the group to ensure activity just because we are a close-knit group and we're sharing things that it's more comfortable if we know who's there. 
Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.